Steve. This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? November the 4th. Awesome, huh? And, guys, we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 5 and 6. It reads like this, okay? By faith. Guys, just real quickly, okay? If you come to God, it's always by faith. Trusting God and having faith in God, in who He is. It's not your gifts, talents, abilities. It's not your resources. It's not who you know. It's always God. That's free stuff, guys. That's a free first tip of the day in the man cave. Okay? By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Meaning this, God took him out of this life. He never saw death. I think this is amazing. And he was not found because God had taken him, okay? Two times it's saying that God took him. The Bible is very clear about this. And whenever the Bible is saying the same thing twice, God is confirming. He doesn't want someone reading this 2,500 years later in the man cave thinking, I don't think God really did that. So God is saying it two different ways. I took him. He's with me. Okay? I, I love that. Okay? Why? I mean, isn't that... Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering, Matt. Why did God take him? Okay, well, the text says, okay, if you just stick with me for a minute, I'll get there, okay? He says, for before he was taken, he had this testimony. Watch this, okay? That he pleased God, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, okay? God took him because of the life he was living was so pleasing to him, he finally just one day decided, you're with me. No death for you, partner. Who else did God... There's only two people in the Bible, okay, that he did this to, okay, other than Jesus Christ, okay? But Jesus actually died and arose and now sits on the right-hand side of the Father as our what? Father as our what? As our advocate, meaning the devil is always accusing you. And what he's accusing you of, he's not lying about. You and I are really doing the stuff that the devil is accusing us of. But King Jesus shows up, okay, as our lawyer. And as he's, look, as the devil, Lucifer, the great dragon, Satan, okay, piece of garbage. I threw that one in for free. Okay, he's accusing me of the life I'm living that's contrary to God's ways, words, means, okay? I, and, and I say I'm a Christian. I am a Christian, but I'm not perfect and the blood covers me. That's all free stuff. But he's accusing me to the Father. But Jesus, the advocate, the lawyer comes up and says, paid in full, the blood covered it. <laughs> Do you understand? Jesus isn't arguing about what I did. Yeah, I did those things. I'm a sinner. That's why Jesus says, I came to save sinners. I didn't come to save the righteous. I didn't come to save those people who are hypocrites like the Pharisees and Sadducees that think they don't need Christ. Friends, you don't realize how much I need God and how much I need His Son and how I need His Spirit daily to live this life. You don't understand. I mean, I truly need God, love God, okay, and don't deserve God. I deserve hell, fire. That's what I deserve. That's all free stuff, guys. Let me move on, okay? But when I come to God, I said all that to say this. I come to Him by faith knowing He can. I can't, but if He's working through me it can be done it can't be done it was by faith that God accredited all these different things to this guy meaning do you know all Enoch did he believed God was who he said he was that's what he did Matt Matt Matt, Matt. wait 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 before you go any further Matt Matt stop I'm, so, I'm sorry to stop you in the middle of the man cave devotion dude what's up well, why are you stopping me who's the second guy oh when I start talking like this, who am I talking about? The great prophet Elijah. Elijah. Friends, here's the thing. Elijah wasn't perfect. Okay? Elijah's, uh, look, at Elijah's a lot like you and I. Is he not? Is he not? He's a mountain man getting it on, getting it done. Here's the thing. He absolutely was not perfect. He was an in-your-face kind of guy. But not with everybody. Just the enemies of the cross. Just the enemies of God. He's in their face. He's just in their face. I love them. I love the story of Mount Carmel. 
A thousand false prophets, Baal worshippers, Asherah pole worshippers, all these people who are living divided loyalties with just Israel, not following God. So he's in, he's Elijah alone, representing God Almighty, the great I Am, is standing in opposition to probably three to four thousand people and the king. And here's the thing. It's a great story. Calls down fire. The great, one of the greatest miracles in the Old Testament. Then he takes all these false prophets. He has the people chop them up to pieces in the valley. Love it. But at the end of his life, God took him. Same way. Why? Because of the way he was living. Can I ask you this? Just me and you. Are you zealous for God? Is he everything to you? Because I've learned in my life, if he isn't everything, he'll eventually be placed lower and lower and lower down the list on your list where he becomes nothing to you. And he will become the end of a joke because of your life and your depravity and your sin nature. Okay, make him number one. Be zealous for your Lord. Do you understand? That's a free one. Look at, be zealous for your Lord. I don't know of anybody else in life, okay, other than those who served our country who died for me. Jesus died so I could live. And the life that I'm living now is not because of me. It's because of him. What does he ask? Believe that I am. Believe I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. Guys, 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 guys. I had to go to the commentary on some of this stuff because this guy, you know, I'm saying, I was like, what, what's different about this guy? How, how, what is he doing that I'm not doing? Have you ever looked at someone successful and you said that? What is this guy doing that I'm not doing? And oftentimes I'll look at that guy and that guy's going to church full time. He's a tither, okay? He, he's doing all the things that God would ask him to do, just like this cat Enoch. But listen to the commentary. I rarely go to the commentary, but I thought this was interesting. Enoch was one of the earliest forefathers. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah, okay? Methuselah, Genesis 5:21. Stick with me. After the birth of Methuselah, okay? who became at 969 years old, the oldest man ever on earth. Enoch, Enoch has Methuselah, okay? He lives 300 more years living for the Lord. And at when he was 369 years old, even though his son was still here on earth, Enoch is called up to heaven. Like, well, man, man what, what, what are you saying? What does it mean? After three centuries, 300 years of him living, God, okay, living in righteousness, living in holiness, doing all that he knew to do, drawing nigh to God, building and cultivating that relationship, God just decides, hey, he's coming up. I, I'm, he's not going to have to die. Is that not totally awesome, guys? Is there not rewards for living in righteousness? And I'm always arguing with people about this because they say, why live that life? If I don't have to live that way to get to heaven, okay, why do it? Okay, well, here's the thing. I, I'm striving for it, not to get to heaven because I'm going to heaven because God's already given me a new heart. I have a new direction for my life and I love the Lord, but I want to serve my king. I want to love on God. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. But again, I'm not doing all these things to be spiritual. I'm not doing these things to spiritualize life. I, I just want to. You know what I'm saying? Why do I bring flowers to my wife sometimes? Because I love her. Why do I want to take my wife out to dinner? Because I love her. Well, why do I talk with my wife? Why do we go on long walks together? Why do we film together? Why do we do all these things together? Because I love her. Why do I obey God? Do you understand? Listen to the commentary. It says this, Enoch is a wonderful reminder of what life is all about. Walking with God by faith throughout our days on earth, then walking right into the presence of God in heaven someday. Meaning this, everyone's thinking, hey, 
uh, I want to live this life, okay? And I understand your, I, I understand your thinking. I want to live this life, and I want to do my thing here. And then at the end of this life, I want to die, and I want then I need God. I need God to take me to heaven, and that's just not right. And you're like, why isn't it right? Because here's the thing: you can have heaven on earth. God is not limiting, limiting the amount of Him that He'll give you. You're limiting it. Do, do you understand? You're limiting it. This guy, Enoch. He drew closer to God every single day until God just finally took him up into heaven. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. He just, he was in the presence of God here, and then he just entered the presence of God there. There was no delay. Paul says this, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Meaning when you take your last breath here, you'll take your first breath in heaven. That's how quick it is. And I'm not messing around. It really is like that. And you're like, wait, I, I don't understand it. You and I aren't going to understand it. We're talking about spiritual realms and spiritual things. Heavenly places. Really? How much of that we experience here on earth? Do I see all the angels? that are around me right now? No, but I know they're there. And, and it says, here's the thing, sometimes we're entertaining them, so you better behave. Zip that trap a little time. Don't get in trouble with God and his angels. Free stuff, free stuff. Where are you going? There was no delay with Enoch. Enoch was here on earth with God, and he just went to be in heaven with God. I think some of you, okay, watch this very carefully, who are saved, but you're not living the life that you could, okay, because of what? Because of God? No. Because of your own choices. Because you love the world, the things of the world. Okay? You're loving this life. Okay? And God says, hey, enjoy this life, but don't make this life your idols. That's, that's all it is. And, and Enoch, his life was represented by this, that he put God first in his life. Okay? And, and so here's the thing. Was it ease, comfort, and pleasure? No. But God's walking with him through it all. Okay? And a lot of times I think we get in trouble because we've kind of strayed a little bit. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? You know, we're doing our own thing. And then we call out to God and God doesn't mind coming to our help and our rescue, okay? But wouldn't it be better for him just to be next to us like Enoch, to be enjoying his power, enjoying his presence, enjoying him? I, I'd hate to have to get to heaven and have to put my hand out and say, um, are, are you Jesus? Um, uh, oh, okay, okay. Are you, you know what I'm saying? How about if I walk so closely with him here on earth that I knew exactly who he is? I could just look at him and know that's my Lord. The text says this, and I want you to hear this very carefully, and here's the thing. When I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me as well. Watch this. It says that Enoch pleased God. When I hear that, what is the question that just begs to be answered? And, and here it is. Is my life pleasing to the Lord? Yeah, yes, you're a Christian. You've asked Jesus in your heart. Let's get beyond that, okay? And that's a wonderful thing, and that is the core of Christianity, that he lives inside you. But is your life pleasing to the Lord? There's no doubt that if you prayed and you really meant it, that Jesus, you know, he's become a part of you. But he can, I can be saved and still not be living a life that's pleasing to God. Is your life like Enoch's? Can you answer that? Because sometimes mine isn't pleasing to God. And it should be all the time. Watch this very carefully. When we're talking about Enoch, okay, and it was accounted him by faith, it's hard to grasp, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? His life was pleasing, okay? He was taken because his life was accounted by faith. But in chapter 11 of Hebrews, if we backtrack a little bit and go to verses 1 through 3, it says this, Now faith is the substance. There's a substance to faith. Like I'm standing on these rocks. There's something to faith. It's tangible. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Have I ever seen God? Here's the question. Have I ever seen God? No, I haven't seen God. Have I seen the things of God? Do I feel the wind that he created? Yes. Am I standing on his earth? Yes. Have he, has he spoken to me? Yes. Have I seen him face to face? No, but I know he is. Uh, I absolutely know he is. Okay. Where are you going? Enoch just believed. 
He just believed God. He believed everything that, he, uh, that God spoke to him, and he believed all that was in his heart. He understood it without ever seeing him face to face. But what's amazing is this, he eventually did see him face to face without having to die. Do you know what I'm saying? What a reward is that? You know what I'm saying? He's in the, the Bible of one of the two that lived a life that was pleasing to the Lord, that never touched death. Death, hell, and the grave never got a hold of those cats. Why? Because of righteousness! Because of the life they were living. Friends, there's always a reward at the end of the rainbow for those who will live that life. Listen, how hard is it as a man to live that type of life? Let's not sugarcoat it. Difficult! It's hard! Especially in the world that we're living in now with everything that's around us. It's... It's downright impossible, which God loves when the odds are stacked against him, okay? When you're his child and you're crying out, God, I want to live that life. I want to be pleasing to you. I want to do the right thing every time, but I can't, okay? And am I trying? Am I trying to do it to, to get merit with God, to get to heaven? Because that's the wrong reason, okay? I, I need to do it because I just love God and I want to please God, okay? For no other reason than that. But in the meantime, I need to relax because if I'm not relaxing and I'm striving, guess what's going to happen again? It's S-I-N, trying to do it in this flesh, idolatry. It's so hard, guys. Look at, look at, look at, look at. I'm not, here's the thing. Where are the Enochs today? Where are the Elijahs today? Guys, I'd like them to come back to earth and try, try it now with all of our garbage system, okay? The internet, the TV, the lunchroom table, okay? All the carnal people, all the carnal churches. I mean, here's the thing. I need help. And here's the thing. God understood that. Look, look, look. God totally understood it. Where are you going, Matt? Where are you going? Look, look, look. That's why I sent the Holy Spirit. I can do it now. I, I, I can't do it. But the Holy Spirit can enable me to do it. So my life is pleasing to God. And am I going to get sucked up into heaven? You just may. They call it the rapture. You know what I'm saying? And, and those who aren't looking for it, and those who aren't wanting it, and those who don't believe it, they probably are not going. Okay? Because God tells story after story after story. He tells all these parables. Okay? And one of them is the ten virgins. Okay? Five had oil. Meaning, what does the oil represent? The oil represents the Holy Spirit. It represents right living. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It just means I'm anticipating He's coming back. He came for Elijah. He came for Enoch. I want him to come for me. And one day I'm going to be here and the next day the man cave is going off the air. But you can watch the reruns. It's all good stuff because it's all the Word of God and it's living. After I'm raptured, guess what I'm going to? I'm going to the Bema Seat Judgment, which isn't really a judgment. It's a reward ceremony. Reward ceremony. Okay? And I'm rewarded for the things that I did in Christ. And then what am I going? Uh, I'm going to the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. What is that? Oh, it's a spread like you've never seen before. It's, it's a meal with King Jesus where you're celebrating Him. And you're eating, and you're talking to people, and you're fellowshipping, and you're talking to Moses. And you're talking to Elisha and Elijah and the Pauls and G. I mean, you see what I'm saying? How awesome is that to be feasting, okay, for all of that? time and, and asking people and fellowshipping with people and there's your Lord and everybody that has gone on in Christ before you is there and you're sitting at a table and it's just a huge family reunion but if you don't believe you're not going that's just the fact of it okay hey this is Matt wanting you to go with him because I want to hang out with you in the man cave